Hello, welcome to a new episode of Progressive Libertarian Walking to a Bar. I'm Sean Osborne. Fernie S. So you drink anything today, Fern, or are you uh, chilling out? I'm trying to stay clean and sober today, my friend. There's a lot of the crazy yeah. stuff to, to be stressed yeah. out over, so I don't need to, don't need to drink today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want I, I to partake in a, uh, in a Sierra Nevada uh, barrel-aged narwhal. It's ba- or it mm. aged in bourbon barrels. It's one of my uh, favorite bourbon barrel-aged beers that there is. It's right up like Bastard in the Rye and uh, the Abyss. So it's, nice. a, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful drink and it's strong. So, nice. so I guess we don't have much beer talk today. So we'll be right back and we're going to talk some politics. Yeah. Thanks for listening to a progressive and a libertarian walk into a bar network. If this is your first time listening, know that we have three podcasts. We have the flagship, a progressive and a libertarian walk into a bar, where my friend Fernie Sanders and I get together, drink beer, and talk politics. Sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't, but we always drink beer. We also have the Liberty Blues, which is a podcast I do with some of my friends back in Indiana. I'm out in Los Angeles, and we talk about politics from a libertarian standpoint, from a couple of different states' points of view. And... The newest podcast on our network is Libertarian Los Angeles. That'll be me by myself with uh, some interviews, short little podcasts about what's going on just in general in the Los Angeles area. So if you'd like to contact us, if you email us at a PNL podcast at Gmail. Um, on Twitter, it's at Our Liberty Blues for the Liberty Blues podcast. And at PNL Podcast for a progressive and a libertarian walk into a bar. And on Facebook, a progressive and a libertarian walk into a bar for all of them. And in particular, if you'd like to talk shit to me, at Mad Sean Osborne. That's S H A W N O S B O R N E. And also, if you are into um, political style music, protest uh, music with a libertarian theme please check me out wherever you listen to music and please share it listen often and spread the word with music now back to the show hello welcome back so fern uh what's first on our agenda all right, so let's let's talk about decriminalization of marijuana or cannabis in the United yes, States. Yes, yes. So what what's it called? The Moore's Act. Um, the Something one like I that. don't where, I, I don't remember the name off the top of my head. Yeah. The one that Thomas Massey voted against. Yeah, yeah, he voted voted against those taxes. It's uh, so yeah, yeah. But the libertarians, it's kind of it's kind of fifty fifty. Well, maybe not even fifty fifty. I mean, because. You know the 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 some people are against that tax, especially they could take the time to uh, make a point of it since it probably won't pass the Senate. So you can make a bigger point of it didn't pass because of that. So yes, uh, I'm I'm for it. I'm not one of those people who looks at it as though the government's throwing us crumbs. Some people look at it as though the government's throwing people crumbs uh, and still you know taxing you and. Obviously, they're going to decriminalize. They're not. 
they're not legalizing it. Um, uh, you know, at some 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 level, somebody's still going to get arrested for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're not if they're not following what the government wants and stuff like that, so that that's kind of a pain. The way I look at it, though, is some people are getting out of prison. Uh, records are being expunged and stuff like that. And that that's important to me that people can start to get their lives back together again. Uh, I'm not going to sit around and wait for a coup de gras. You know what I mean? I'm not going to wait for the for ah the perfect strike to to fail the the evil government. I want to take from the government what I what I can when we can. And the further we push this and the harder we push it, the closer it'll be to what real true freedom is. So that's the way I, I see it. It makes a lot of sense. One of the first things I can say about this is that you can you can see who would have who has opposed it. Um, this last time around it was McConnell, Mitch McConnell, uh-huh. and Kevin McCarthy from California, two Republicans, and they approach they opposed this. Um, and you can see exactly uh, why? Because they don't want to have. Uh, uh, for, I, I, it's really hard to see why the war on drugs is something that the Republicans want to want to hold on to and defend. And for it is ridiculous. Possible. It just doesn't make sense. Um, but but it, it is it is expected, and it's almost like uh, like you won't really have to be shocked to be or to know that it was Republicans that would want to oppose a bill like this. Yeah. Um, another reason to support the decriminalization of cannabis, um, I think, is the fact that it affects people of color uh, disproportionately. And not only does it affect them by the fact that they have a jail record or, or an arrest record and go to, and they end up going to prison, um, but having, uh, as you mentioned or alluded to, having uh, a criminal record in your background does affect your, your chances for a, a, a good livelihood. Uh, affects your chances for gainful employment and essentially can can cripple you can handicap you in in such a way that uh, other offenses for example don't so I, I think it's a good thing that we can decriminalize marijuana in the United States at the federal level and hopefully it'll 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 happen during the next four years during Biden's term I like everything except except for you had to bring up the color thing I mean as long as the government's but affecting people's well, that's yeah, true. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not true, but that that's not the reason it's affecting one group. It's affecting people. I don't care what color they are. The fact that right. the government, if if it was affecting you know equally, if it was it was if it was affecting people equally, I would be just as upset about it because the fact of the matter is that the government's wrecking people's lives, and that that's what it is. And when when we group people into groups and make it about that as opposed to that we're all suffering the same ill-fated uh drug on war or war on drugs then it it, it puts us on teams as opposed against the 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 war on drugs you know we're we're instead and we're well, we're disunited we in that sense we, we, we like there was democrats there was republicans there was and yeah i i, I know but i, I bet and there was a libertarian, so there was people from all parties there that, that signed off on this. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, I'm just saying that they're willing to do that. That's definitely a step in the right direction. But again, you're adding extra to it. It's like you're making it about race, and our people of all races being. And this is gonna, this is gonna help people of all races. You know what I mean? It's not. It, this isn't a race issue. It does have some issues of race in it. 
but that's not the reason we're decriminalizing it. It's but it, it's true. I mean, it's you know the justice system. I didn't say it wasn't true. I didn't say it wasn't true. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is the okay. If it was affecting everybody, equal, it. if it if it, it was affecting it everybody, affect everybody equally, equally, but it doesn't. I'm asking if it affected everybody equally, would you be would you still want decriminalization? Yes. Okay, then that's it. Then it's a moot point. Wait, no, because it doesn't treat everybody equally. And so that just makes it more so. That just makes it more necessary. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So 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 the, the fact that it it is that, but it's not that. It's not it's we're not we're not making we're not decriminalizing because because of black and brown people. We're doing it because it's unjust. Well, there is racism in several different uh, parts of society. People of color are affected, and whether it's healthcare, whether it's uh, jobs, whether it's access to education, uh, the justice. That's system. not what we're talking about. We're talking about decriminalizing weed, though. Yeah, right, right, right. But it race is something that you can't just pull out of most, if not all, topics. I mean, John Lewis. John Lewis voted for those those crime bills that put so many black people in jail, and he's obviously not a racist. Right. So, I'm, I'm not mean, saying. I'm not saying. Just, I'm not. It's not, I'm not just saying about that, race. But it, it you can't you can't it pull out race from all of these things and pretend that there isn't racism or systemic racism in all in any of these things. Like even COVID nineteen, we know that. Let, let me let affected. me run this by. You. Yeah. Uh -huh. let, let me run this by you. Like when you're when you're in an argument, Go ahead. Uh, or or or, yeah. or a dispute about something, the the most effective way to to win an argument is to be precise and clear and cut to the point. Don't add in a lot of uh -huh. so that part of the, the 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 race part of it. It, it it's it's sort of an emotional uh, reaction to it. You're adding that in out of emotion, not out of necessity to, to prove the point. And Wait, you're adding what? stuff. And, and some people, some people here that you and he's, he, you know, he's dividing people again, as opposed Wait, to we're all the, in this together against an authoritarian government. Wait, the 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 war on drugs, the war on drugs, is against all of us. People of color disproportionately. Is that not true? Yes. The CIA, yes. when they dumped might I uh, add, crack cocaine the in the poor neighborhoods, <laughs> it was it was black neighborhoods. Is that not right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So I mean, what? Why? Why are we going to ignore this giant? So you agree with the libertarian stance that it all should be? So you agree with the libertarian? I'll be decriminalized. I agree that the war of drugs should end. I agree that marijuana should be decriminalized. That's a step in the right direction, <laughs> but yeah. The, so uh, I want to because I, I and so we do, so okay. So in, to, in in that vein, do you agree that race is a major major factor that we have to acknowledge when it comes to the war on drugs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I okay, mean libertarians said that all along. The, right the, the 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 war the war on weed was started for racist reasons. Good. Good. So yeah. So we. So yeah. We we absolutely agree on that. I'm just saying that's not the reason it should be decriminalized. It should be decriminalized because it's fucking up people's lives. It doesn't matter if they're what color they are. It's it's fucking no. with people. 
And, that, and, and that's and, that's a huge reason why libertarians are not going to have a minority support. Minor, uh, ethnic minority uh, support. Our, our minority support is actually pretty even for what it is uh, nationwide. To wait, the, the more are vocal you, libertarians tend it, to be the white ones. Yeah. Are you? There, there's Latino you, libertarians. There's black have, libertarians. When they have there's Asian libertarians. When their representation or the membership of the Libertarian Party mirrors yeah. that of the uh-huh. United States. It does. It does not. Yeah, it does. It does not. Yeah. So, last have time I you checked, studied that? Yes. When I checked last, uh, more than I, I've heard, I've heard recently, party is in white. later years, it, it's, it's, it's much better. But if it mirrors, there's, there's the, if it, if it mirrors the, what, the ethnic makeup of the U.S., <laughs> then I will say, okay, fine. If, <laughs> if Latinos were to vote for the Libertarian candidate in the same numbers that they vote for... I'm going to start sending my, li- I'm gonna start sending my Latino Libertarian videos. That, to, that's hear, absolutely fine, but, and that's absolutely fine. <laughs> but like, but what I'm saying is, if the Libertarian Party membership can mirror or the ethnic makeup of the United States or whatever state it's in, and and not it not have it all be over ninety percent white, then I think that's it's, it's funny. Direction it's funny. Guys. The left praises and, and, and touts the philosophy of equality, right? But you don't you don't want people to talk about things on equal stance where we don't dump ourselves into groups. You still want to divide. Because we're not there yet. I, I'm there, there yet. with you. I'm there with you. I mean, you're, just, like you're, if, you're choosing to put if, me in a different group because I'm white. If you, if, you, if, you, if you want us to talk about being an equal playing field, we, we're not there yet. We need to get the we government. Got, we got to get there first. We got to get there first. <laughs> If, if you're talking about, like, we don't have equality, we don't have justice, and we don't have equity, you can't talk, you can't ignore race in the war on drugs or any of the other factors like COVID-19, education, um, access to healthcare, proper healthcare, without I, acknowledging the issues that are related to race, unfortunately, unfortunately. But we'll get there, I hope. Drugs should, the war on drugs does have a, a disproportionate effect on people of color. Yeah. And that only adds more ammunition to it. But the fact is, uh, it just needs to be ended because it, it affects people's lives. It affects some people's lives more than others. Poor people in general would be even a bigger group if you wanted to put it in there. Poor people get affected by it the most. That's the biggest group of people. Well, they get affected by the war on drugs. People, I, I, uh, my, and my poor people, advice, you know, they, they can't fight honest, it either. My, my honest advice for libertarians is: once, if you can speak about race more honestly, we do all the time and genuinely. I think that'll help. That we the do. Libertarian party growth. No, we 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 absolutely do. We just don't pander. We're not going to say you're and different the, than us. And and the and I think. Once uh, the Libertarian Party can take the step in the direction, the same direction the government took, when they acknowledged that laws had to be put into place to protect civil rights, like in the '60s, um, I think that'll do a lot for for libertarians. You remember uh, Gene Epstein? He went marching with him. But the but yeah, but the lack of support for federal legislation or legislation at the federal level to protect. A lot of federal laws that you want that you that you talk about are to, are, but, are redundant but yeah, laws. But, but, the, but the lack of support for that 
is what's going to keep libertarian the libertarian party from growing. I don't know. It's it's weird because you guys say that about libertarians, and I mean you're talking to a libertarian. I don't want I don't want people to be discriminated against by government or anything like that. Do you, would you, you like know? law? Would you support laws that protect people from discrimination? Just ha- what kind of discrimination? Racial discrimination. And in what manner? I mean, because you can discriminate against people for a lot of reasons. And racial discrimination, whether it's uh, being hired uh, or not being hired or being uh, not you having a business and not being able to provide a, a, a service to a person because of their color. Or, or having their employees uh, be discriminated against or not be allowed to. to I think if somebody actually did some race. of those practices, their business wouldn't survive. Uh, and you know we we've talked wait, wait, about you that, can't you not, can't legislate away that's, hate. That's, that's not that's not yeah, yes you you can definitely punish it. I mean the fact that we had a civil rights act um, that essentially made it at the federal level that you can't keep black children from attending schools simply because well those were keep in mind those were public schools too. So I mean the the, yeah. the government can't discriminate. So yeah, that absolutely should have happened. They get, you know, so, the, the, well, so would you support federal yeah, legislation yeah, yeah. at the federal level? Yeah, that, that. That, yeah, the government can't discriminate against somebody because they're black or Latino. That's, that's absolutely true. So would you support true. legislation? Future they should legislation. be able to be discriminated against in any way like that. So uh, you would support, any future uh, legislation. It's already, isn't it already written there? I don't, think, I, don't think, I don't think a public school can discriminate against anybody for any reason. And I had I actually had a school discriminate against me because I couldn't see. They kicked me out of the class because I couldn't couldn't read something. They wouldn't let me take it home and memorize it. So I know what it's like to be discriminated against in that sense. You know, so uh, I speak on it with some authority in that sense. You know, it sucks to be discriminated against by the state because there's nothing you can do about it. I didn't have another option. I I I want the libertarians to be able to support legislation that protects people from racism. And if you guys can do that, I think that'd be great. You can't, you, I don't know, I don't know how you're going to protect people from racism. People are going to hate people no matter what. I mean, by that logic, we should. And I think, and I think most, most places would, would fire somebody who was being racist in the workplace. I mean, but back in back in the sixties, had entire cities. That we're not talking about the sixties anymore. We're not talking about but, the sixties anymore. But it had those changes not been implemented, and we waited for businesses to essentially go out, you know, go bankrupt uh, because of, of the, racist practices. Dude, we wouldn't. Have. We had governors that were talking about segregation forever, segregation today, segregation tomorrow. Like what? You know, I I I follow a page on Facebook called Black Libertarians. And I listen to what they say about these things. They have a lot of interesting things to say. And I think some people should go go listen to what they have, you know, African-American libertarians have to say about, about uh, what, what the, the Civil Rights Act really did for them. Okay. Because okay. not all of them agree with you. Not about, at all. Wait, about civil rights not being a good civil, wait what? Not the civil no, they think, not, they think they think it they think they think they think they got thrown crumbs. They think that that was that was basically nothing but virtue signaling or something like that. You know that that, that it actually forced forced them out of their uh, black communities and into other communities where their businesses died and they didn't, they no longer had the ability to, to own their own businesses as easily. No, so I, the, the I, I agree. I agree that it's it's not going to be a panacea. It's not going to be a, a silver bullet. 
it's not going to be the perfect so so you so you so you understand that 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 sometimes things could have negative effects on it so i that's why i that's why i think government should stay out of it and let people figure it out i mean this isn't 2000 no. or 1960 anymore. Right, it's but 2020. The, the, the and, solution would have essentially put the onus on businesses to either be supported or not be supported by the community. And we both know that in the 1960s in the South, there would have would there would not have been any rush to equality. Libertarians would have definitely stood up and said that they cannot keep black kids out of schools. You're you're you're, you're right, but again, there would not have been a rush to. Equality. There wasn't a Libertarian Party at that point in time, by the way. No, I, the Libertarian I Party that, wasn't formed until '71. But the society, or society as a whole, especially in the South, wouldn't have allowed for integration had it not been for the federal for National Guard troops to come in. Possibly, I mean, you know, I I, I don't know, but the the fact is they that the government can't can't discriminate so uh well, again we had governors that would were saying we're talking again talking about segregation today segregation tomorrow segregation forever yeah 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 and that's at the state level yeah government can't discriminate so the the federal well, that's, that's where the federal government, the government i don't have a problem that's what I'm i don't have that's a problem with the, the federal government, government stepping did. in then okay good good yeah we'll when it comes forward, to schools we'll yeah forward. i'm not i'm not terribly broken up about that okay Excellent. So, so that was decriminalization. Of weed is good, racism is bad, and mm-hmm. I'll say government's bad. So that's let's wrap that up and hit our uh, next topic. You down? I'm down. All right, we'll be right back. Don't tread on me. Hi, this is Sean. Thanks for listening to a progressive and a libertarian walk into a bar. Please rate, review, and share it. You know, whether you like it or not, ratings and reviews are great. The more people that see it, you help us out. Um, Also, if you'd like to contact us, I am at Mad Sean Osborne on Twitter. Uh, The Facebook page is a progressive and a libertarian walk into a bar. And on Twitter, it is PNL Podcast. Now, back to the show. All right, well, we're back, and we're going to give a little coronavirus update on what's going on in the, in, uh, here in uh, California. And uh, then we'll uh, come back with another segment. All right, all right. So, so you care to give an update? I heard something about a surge on top of a surge. That's right. That's right. The the, the director of the LA County Department of Health, um, Barbara Ferrer, um, if I remember correctly, and I'm paraphrasing what she what she said. Essentially, we're experiencing a surge on top of a surge uh, currently in LA. And now, and I I think it'll be interesting when we listen back to these recordings in six, ten, twenty years. Um, and we're looking at uh, sort of what it was like to live in, in the middle of a pandemic, or at least nine months in to a pandemic, and how we think about like the week after Thanksgiving is when we saw um, the third wave really peak or really jump up or spike uh, to a degree that was not expected um, or could have been foreseen to be as bad. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, as we were talking about now that we're in the colder months, people are gathering inside. We just went past Thanksgiving, so a lot of people got together. So several households were getting mixed up. 
people that who didn't have bubbles or who had their own bubbles essentially came in and mixed their bubbles and exposed each other. Um, the CDC also declared over the last week that if you can, if you went to a Thanksgiving celebration with people from other households, when you go back home, you should consider yourself infected, and you should go get tested and quarantined. Um, that that's pretty dire and that's pretty straightforward. Um, but that's exactly where we are now in early December, late November of 2020. And uh, we are seeing the effects now. In, in LA, um, it's incredibly bad. It's, it's really, really incredibly bad. Um, there was, I saw a couple of days ago that the entire United States is a red zone, a hot zone for the spread of coronavirus. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, uh, we have a president that is, instead of uh, trying to help Americans fight off this disease, he's more concerned about his conspiratorial allegations that this election was rigged. Um, he's not worried about us. Um, Biden, uh, to his credit, and um, actually to a lot of people's dismay, is trying to, try to talk to Americans, trying to do something about it. However, there isn't very much that he can do not being the president yet. So it, it's going to be a few months before we can see some uh, federal level um, changes that can help all of us. Um, and you know, like, and, and something that, that I like to think about um, in all this, and, and it's kind of unfortunate. Like, uh, not the first part's not gonna be the unfortunate part, but um, so the vaccine is gonna be coming. Let's say at the end of December, uh, the first group, the first groups that are gonna get our first responders, uh, doctors, nurses, people that are in the, in the front lines fighting this disease uh, at the medical level. And then um, the next group is going to be, or at the same time, it's going to be seniors that live, that live in residential uh, facilities uh, because that group has had the highest um, number of fatalities or the highest rate for fatalities for COVID-19. And then after that, it's going to be people that are at risk, people that's over 65 or with pre-existing or, or with, with immunocompromised uh, conditions. And then after that, it's going to be the rest of us who are generally uh, healthy um, but don't necessarily require, they don't have any medical condition that requires the vaccination right away. So, you know, like let's say whether it's March of next year or June of next year, like we're not going to get that medication that, or that vaccine soon. Now, mm -hmm. think about that and consider third world countries and how soon they'll be able to get their, their vaccines and who will be able to get their vaccines. And it's a dire picture. Like, I, like, honestly, like, like here in the United States, I'm already thinking, like, there's probably going to be, like, a black market for these vaccinations, right? Like, if you have money, access to power, if you're well-connected, if you're in the NBA, you are going to get this vaccination before a lot of people. Well, that's are, how it is with tests. I mean, they can already get tests that everybody else exactly. can get. Right, right. And, and, and it's not and, a black and, market. That's called cronyism. <laughs> but, it, it, but, no, there, but there will be a black market. There will be a black market for it. I'm sure that if, and, if there is, there'll be a bunch of fake ones. Yeah, that, that's also possible. And but there are people that are going to get the legit medication or vaccination that is that should have been meant for and a senior citizen, for example. And that's going to happen. Um, and there's also going to be um, people that are going to be getting access to these medications fairly, but at the same time, they're going to charge an arm and leg. And some people aren't going to be able to, to afford it, or they're going to be scammed to, to pay 
or something, even though they shouldn't have to. Like it's supposed to be free at this point. Um, and, and in other countries, though, third world countries, uh, they're not going to have any of that luxury where poor people are not going, going to be able to get it probably for months and months and months, uh, probably long after, the, the, or probably into the second half of 2021. Mm. And, and there's basically the human tragedy just multiplying um, again and again and again, different parts of the country, different parts of the world. Um, it, it, it's, yeah, I just want to point that out. <laughs> not to bring anybody down, not to be more pessimistic about this than, than we were. Uh, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say I'm not going to rush out and get the fucking thing because I'd rather wait and see how it works out myself. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think it's great that they have, a, you know, uh, the private sector has done this because, you know, they said they didn't use Trump's help for this. They came really, out they, and got they this used, done. They used government money. They used government money. Yeah, that's why I said they did not use, Trump did not help them, right? So it's the the private sector did this, you know, not, but, not the no, government. Wait, wait, no, no, no. At they, least they, one they of them. Government money. One of them said they didn't. I can't remember which one it was. Maybe Pfizer said that they didn't uh, use any of that for any government money for that. I, I doubt that. I don't. I think that there was a different. There was a separation in which, by like, I think Project Warp Speed or Trump's Project Warp Speed uh, did not necessarily help them out. And, and like, but oh, so I the government imagine, did, but Trump didn't. You're saying? <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine <laughs> something this big being uh, funded without government or public level funding. So you're assuming. I mean, I, I, what I, I know what I read that said that they didn't, you know, they 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 did it on their own, yeah, uh, we'll have to, we'll which have is which is great. But we'll I, uh, you know, but they should they should do what they did is let them try and let people volunteer as they did to to try the vaccine out and see how yeah. it works. I, I think that's yeah. a reasonable thing, and that's something libertarians are for is making that easier for those kind of things to happen. Uh, you know, people want to volunteer for those kind of things. It takes a braver person to try that out. Like I said, I, I'm going to wait. I'm not. I'm not in a big, big hurry about it myself. You know, I, I, yeah. I'll sit in here and do podcasts and play guitar. Man, I'm good. Yeah, I'll, I'll sign up soon. <laughs> like as soon as it's available to yeah. people, people my yeah. age. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I don't begrudge. I mean, I'm not begrudge. Like I don't. I'm not a. Uh, not one of those people giving people shit who want to get the vaccine. I'm just. I'm not in a big hurry about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I. I. Uh, I'd like to see. I, I'd like to think it, it'll uh, clear things up, but you know, hope, hopefully, we'll see how it is. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of conspiracies going on with it. I saw Robert F. Kennedy Jr. or something had a conspiracy saying it's going to change your DNA. Uh, <laughs> something else. Uh, so I don't. You know, I don't are know. Is he a Republican you? or something? Did he jump ship? I have no idea. Uh, if I, I, I think I already have my. My 5G chip implanted, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> All right. Are you gonna save another shot for the whiskey whirlwind tour for the for the vaccine day? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Pre and post vaccine. <laughs> what if they tell you you can't drink whiskey anymore after you have it? I, I really doubt that's gonna happen. But if they if they did, <laughs> I would say I would say like that's tequila. <laughs> From yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Tequila makes me want to fight a motherfucker or two. Oh man! <laughs> what do what do they say? You can only drink tequila after that after the vaccine. Oof, man! People better watch out because I'll be crazy as fuck. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, 
I think that's enough on the coronavirus. Let's come back with a new segment that I thought up that might be a little fun. Fur and I are going to play a little game here. So we'll be right back. Hi, this is Sean Osborne, and I would like to share something with you. One of the key principles of libertarianism is volunteerism and charity. So I decided to make an album of songs that each song would represent a different charity, and all the royalties would go to those individual charities. My song, It's Time, goes towards the Sea Shepherds. Much Braver Than I benefits the Fallen Firefighter Foundation. Over there benefits the Wounded Warriors Project. And Linda Hand benefits Children's Hospital. I thought this is a great way for people to give to a charity without spending a dime. The more you listen, the more you give. So please, take time wherever you listen to music and listen to Four Others Volume 1 and share it with others. Thank you. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, we're going to play a, a new section uh, or segment. Uh, I thought it would be fun to play with uh, Fern after the last episode. It's called uh, How Can Pre- Progressives Save Us From Ourselves? So I, what I want to do is you know, as you know, we need help with seat belts and things like that need to be told how to keep us from dying. I just want to get the progressive point of view or a progressive point of view. I know he doesn't speak for all progressives. Like I don't speak for all libertarians, but what's his uh, progressive point of view on whether the government should do something about it. So seat belts, we already determined you, you love that, right? Um, a life-saving device. Yes. Yeah. How about uh, helmets? Bicycle. Bicycle? Bicycle helmets? They definitely help. But should the government mandate it? Yes. Uh, How about about hand gliding? Hand? I'm not sure what that is. You know, like when you fly out there. Oh, okay. Hand gliding. (laughs) Okay, what about it? it? Should you be allowed to hand glide because people could die from it? Yes. Huh? Yes. But people could die. You could crash on somebody's house or something. Well, it's it's just like uh it's just like the the mask or like seatbelts yeah. or like right. drunk driving. It's a uh, I, I think uh, what you choose to do at an individual level, I think would probably be um, more or less uh, left up to you. Um, it's some it's something that is done on a widespread level, like driving, for example, or with some, where or where you being drunk and, and driving. Um, could affect not just your health but the health of others and not just one person but several other people like that's that definitely has to be regulated now hang gliding something that is much 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 uh, nowhere near as common as driving and where the risk of injury is, or death is restricted to one person um, I think is, uh, is you know I think it's fair for the government to not necessarily be involved at that level and also because affect that, one person do they really helmets do? affect one person do they? Do they? Yeah. No, it's seat belts do they only affect one person do yeah when you put a seat belt on it's only you that it protects it doesn't protect the guy in the wait, next wait, car wait, but what well, somebody else that's in your car also right that would that but they have the choice to put a seat belt on 
right? But the fact keep in mind the first seatbelts were put, the seat the first seatbelts were put in cars without government mandates. That's correct. I think it was Volvo yeah. actually put them in without yeah, government right. mandate. And a fun fact, um, they I think they, they chose not to patent it, so that that's yeah, that's right. Available to all to all those evil corporations, man. Those evil evil corporations. I mean, a stop clock, stopped clock can be totally <laughs> right time twice a day. So seatbelts. Helmets only affect the life of the person wearing them, just like a hand well, glider. If a hand glider falls from the sky, granted, there's not that many hand gliders, but <laughs> exactly, and, that, and that's a that's a that's that's the point. Like, if this were if people were hand gliding on, on freeways on a regular basis, or or hand gliding was as popular as it was uh, to drive a car, then yeah, it would probably be regulated at some level, or far okay, more than what it is now. How about walking on trails? Because we see it here in California. Motherfuckers are getting lost all over the place. Uh Somebody got killed on Mount Baldy last year. You know, somebody got killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got got lost up there and died. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then actually, then somebody looking for them got killed in the process of it. So, Uh should you, a Claremont, California resident, should you be able to go up Mount Baldy? Because you have the risk of dying. And if somebody comes to look for you, they might die as well. Mm-hmm. So what, does, the, what would a progressive thought on that be? What, wait, wait, what, what that, that, legal, that kills two uh, people where a seatbelt doesn't. Well, a seatbelt absolutely. Wait, no, should we make a law where you can't? Yes, yeah, so where you, you can't go up there? Yeah, should you have to have a license to go up there? To Mount Baldy? No. I mean, again, it would have to be weighed with the likelihood of uh, injury or death. And that I think in itself. People, people um, get lost all the time. I mean, we always got people getting rescued out in the woods I mean, here in California. If, but if it were to the degree uh, that would be comparable to the amount of people that die from driving, from not wearing seatbelts, from not wearing helmets, then yeah, absolutely, there should be something that could be done. But the okay. amount of people. How I about mean, how about people with? It's how like about people with outlawing... medical conditions? We should have medical conditions. Well, the government should should they uh, should the government tell them what to eat so that they stay healthy? I mean, you mean make them? I mean, the government already does tell them what to eat. I yeah, mean, we, yeah, the government puts out uh, dietary. Well, no, recommendations are wonderful. Recommendations are wonderful, but should they mandate okay. that they do? How, I mean, just like they mandate, you get a ticket. Like somebody who doesn't wear a seatbelt, it, it would be almost impossible. I mean, their doctor could tell, especially you know yeah, if you got government health care. Yeah, it's almost impossible. <laughs> government could, the doctor could report right to Big Brother. Yeah, it's almost impossible to do. So, what do you think of that? I don't think it would make sense to do that. <laughs> I don't think seatbelts make sense. Seatbelt laws make sense either. Seatbelts save it's lives. Just, it's revenue. Really it's, to me, it's revenue gaining. It's revenue seat gaining. Belts? You think they did? You think they? That's why they do it it's to save us from ourselves. <laughs> wait, wait. How is it uh, revenue gaining? Huh? How are seat because they give people tickets. How, for how it. Seat... Yeah, it, it gives them. Okay. They can, and it gives them a reason to pull people over. You know, we've I, already I think, got a problem. Cops. I, I you think, want to pull people over? Do you, right. do you think that they pull over more black people than than white people? You go yes. for seatbelt uh, violations? Yes. But okay, so, so there could be racism in seatbelt laws too. 
but yes, but you're talking about two different things now. Like, are cops being assholes and enforcing <laughs> laws unfairly? Yes, but that's separate from the fact that seatbelts do save lives. Yeah. I mean, we just have to look at the statistics and compare numbers. Well, were cops being assholes and enforcing the drug laws different too? Yes. <laughs> right. But see, the the cops are being dicks about the war on drugs too. But it's so it's it's part of the conversation then. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good. So seatbelt so seatbelt laws can be racist too. No, no, no. The the, cop, the people enforcing the laws are racist. <laughs> and and uh and the, but that doesn't take away from the fact that the, the seatbelts do save lives. Yeah, I mean that they they can save some lives. Yeah, and they can't they can't they do and they do and they do. They do. Yeah, and they and and they can uh, be not good for some people. You know, yes. some people get but killed. That number is, but but the number is much much lower than the number of people that are actually saved by people. But yeah, again, I say then then the government's made the choice for you. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Like if, and that's a good for choice. For example, if you if you found out you were gonna croak, you were gonna you were gonna croak in a car wreck because you had a seatbelt on, wouldn't that kind of upset okay. you? Yes. It would upset me. If you knew that if you didn't wear it, you'd be just fine. Yes, it go. would upset me. But I you mean, should have the freedom to, to, to make your choice. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How often do people know that? People <laughs> See, I told you this them? is fun. This is fun. Wait, wait. How often would people know that, hey, you're going to go to Oh, the man, NBA you can get into the Ouija board or something, right? What if the Ouija board tells you that, dude? <laughs> I'm not sure you're making oh, sense man. I can't think of any other good ones that, that progressives could save us from ourselves. I can think of lots of ones. Obviously, I don't think that I don't have a problem with the government telling me I shouldn't drive. Okay. You know? the, well, one, one thing <laughs> that we can talk about is I am blind for anyone who doesn't realize that, so that's that's fine. Yeah. So the I mean minimum wage. That's oh yeah. That yeah. we absolutely need to increase. Make a make a make the federal minimum wage be a living wage. I think that's one of those things. I mean, you have good intentions, but the, the, the consequences of it are bad because they're, they're like, for example, like if you wanted to hire, like, I'm not going to talk about child labor, but if, you know, younger people, you know, like, mm-hmm. a, a, you know, somebody like the junior high school who he could be out running around, you know, um, you know, fucking off. He could get a job like, say, I heard this uh, economist talk about when he grew up, you know, the movie theaters, they, they hired him to be like a little usher. They just give him, give him a little bit of money, but give him something to do, show that he could get the work, give him experience so that he, when he got out into the, to the real work world, he had this work ethic. He, he worked, he didn't go out and fuck off. You know, he went to this job and like I said, he didn't get paid hardly anything, but it gave him experience on how to, how to conduct himself at a job, walk up and down the aisles and help people find their seats and, and stuff like that. Those kind of jobs disappeared once the, once that happened. So there became people who were no longer employable, you know. So these are all side effects. And I wish at the very least, even if you disagree with me, that people on the left would at least understand that sometimes good intended things can have bad consequences on some people. And in that process, like say somebody, that guy loses his job or kids, kids lose that ability to do that or young people, uh, you know, it takes away the, it takes away their, ability to, to, to grow, you know, that's part of learning to live is have, have responsibilities and stuff like that. You know, that's, to me, it just seems natural for people to do something like that. 
as opposed to you know like now there's not a lot of shit for kids to do a lot of times well first we have to talk about what the federal minimum wage uh, was intended to do initially when it was implemented which was to guarantee that anybody whether they had experience or not whether they had any education or not uh, whether they worked anywhere in the United States, they would be able to afford, uh, uh, make a living where they could be able to afford a home and be able to live, even not necessarily with all the, all the comforts, the creature comforts that a lot of us have, but be able to afford a home, afford a living, and maybe even a car, right? That, that, was, that was the idea. And um, we don't have that anymore. We just don't have that. That, that there's no way you can be able to afford um, a two-bedroom apartment, if not in LA at least, with a minimum wage job. I've actually heard that that, uh, that that rent prices in LA are dropping. Are they? No, not, not now. Are you kidding? Yeah. Like a, I just yeah, a, I just read an article today that house prices are going up. The, yes, exactly. The real estate is is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, more people are buying it, houses. So you're proving my wait. What you're proving my point? No, well, thank you. It just it, well, no, no, that doesn't prove your point. It just says that I mean, number one, a national minimum wage doesn't take in consideration the 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 cost of living is different in different places. But, but it should. Period. The, but the, I mean, why should somebody? I mean, twenty five dollars or twenty dollars or fifteen dollars is going to be different in different places. Yeah. You know. What, what is, if you'd say like $15 or let's say somebody just goes crazy, says $25 an hour, you uh-huh. know, I've seen somebody uh-huh. post that. It's, it's exaggerated as fuck. Uh-huh. But if you had that, what that would do is a business in, in say not in Los Angeles that has to follow that rule, especially a small business is absolutely going to be crushed. Absolutely crushed under that. You know, you know and, I, and bet, I bet that, I bet that argument's been going on since the beginning uh I mean, no that's the truth 1800s no that's the truth but i mean no I, I that's 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 the argument and i'm saying that like business owners have been using that rationale since the 1800s why should we raise the wage of this employee that's just going to drive us out of business it hasn't ended capitalism nothing will end capitalism i mean capitalism is too strong la the only thing that'll fuck 15, it up the minimum, cronyism. In, in, the minimum wage in, in LA, the city of LA has gone up to, to above $15 and capitalism hasn't crumbled in LA or San Francisco or uh, in The Seattle. cost of living has though. The, the cost of living has gone see, up. Okay, see yeah. what, what, what's happening there is because everybody has to pay people more, the cost oh. of living goes up because the prices of everything go up. And those people who worked to get off of minimum wage and you know were you know further from the bottom of the barrel have the bottom of the barrel thrust upon them and that that's really a big consequence of it like imagine this you know you fought really hard to to, to work your way up to a certain level uh-huh. and next thing you know somebody just pours a bunch more shit in there and now you're back down at the bottom again you know that's what that's what's happening well and well, and, we they're, have... and they're devaluing the dollar too so well, well, the federal minimum wage is not meeting its original intended goal, which is to help people be have be able to afford a, a, a living, um, be able to buy a, ho- a home, maybe a car, and maybe all the other things that they could do to be able to send their kids off to college. Right. So it's not meeting its original original you know why? intended goal. 
I, I just told you why. Because it's not going up. It's not going. You know up. why? Tell me why. No, no, no. Because it's because it's a fa- it's a failed idea. I mean, no, you, you no, got, because no, we see because, that, that that idea no, has failed. It's be, no, it's because uh, company, companies like Amazon are fighting against raising the minimum wage it's as failed. much as possible. <laughs> so that way, that way, we can have more billionaires while keeping a poor, uh, low wage class feeding those billionaires. That's exactly why. <laughs> Now the other, now the, the other, the other point that you, that you touched on, like why, like how is it possible that businesses can survive in an environment like that? Well, what's what's capitalism supposed to do in a situation like that? The free market is supposed to be operated by the visible hand, right? Right. So if some markets are going to be able to be nimble yeah. and be able to survive uh, by being creative and whatever and however they do what they're supposed to do, great. If some businesses don't. Too fucking bad. That's capitalism, right? Yeah, the 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 innovative. I'll, I'll use it as example. This is probably something you'll hate. Like yesterday, I saw uh, because of the lockdowns, people were having to come up with new ideas of how to make money and how to ha- keep their businesses open. Uh-huh. Well, I, I I went to the uh, to, to the bank, and parked outside of the bank was like a party bus. Mm-hmm. You know those party buses, but somebody yeah. had turned it into a, a tattoo uh, tattoo parlor. And it was a it was a mobile tattoo parlor, you know mm-hmm. they'll they'll show up at your party, the you know I mean you can get in and ride around I don't or, or they'll park someplace I assume so the lines will be straight, you know so that doesn't fall within the government mandate so you know so that to me is somebody innovating you know government tries to hold them down people will come up with new ways to deal with things, but the government shouldn't be holding people back in any way whether it be telling them how much they should hire people for or anything like that. Because it does take away more jobs. Government and central planning suck. Wait, so the minimum the minimum wage is involved somehow in, in this, or no? I was just talking about like the government government kind of control over things. Yeah, I was just using it as an example. Like you, I'm t- I'm telling you, I think that the government plan uh, plan with uh, minimum wage failed, and you guys just keep trying. Well, we're, we're raising, see what happens in. Oh, we'll raise it. See what happens then. Well, we'll raise well, it. You know, see we, what happens we, we, then. Well, we've already tried the other part of this, where we don't raise the minimum wage, where the minimum wage is so low. That no, there should be no pay. minimum wage. Well, we've tried. Okay, just we've just like Sweden that. or Denmark. Sweden or Denmark has no minimum we've, wage. But we've already tried like not paying people very much, and it's hurting people. And in fact, uh, you you already know that Walmart and McDonald's they were paying their people I don't, so I don't, low that they were recommending, because a lot of people couldn't afford to pay their bills, they were telling them how to get on welfare. They were telling them <laughs> how to use government and social services. Essentially, you and I, through our taxes, were subsidizing what these corporations were supposed to have been paying their employees. That's what was happening, and that's what's currently, currently happening now, because well, you know, there isn't I'm a not, federal minimum wage. You know me, I'm not into the government paying for anything, so... Uh, I'm offended on on a lot of levels in that sense, but I also go. don't use I don't use I don't I don't shop at Walmart I don't eat at McDonald's, so. Well, uh, those are the two. Those are two companies that essentially. Yeah. And just by and large, I don't use a lot of corporations. corporations. There, there are two corporations, only two corporations that I'm sure are only just a small number, or a small example of actual other corporations that not only have taken advantage of your and I and tax dollars. Or my tax dollars, but have also benefited greatly during this pandemic. While 
while corporations have laid off hundreds, uh, if not thousands of employees and their CEOs are getting paid off like with the golden parachutes during this pandemic. But all the billionaires that have not only made so much more money than, than before, but only in some cases doubled their fortunes while your, your our minimum wage, the, the, United, the minimum wage in the United States hasn't gone up or our wages in general haven't gone up. This, the system is rigged against us and to have something small like having the federal minimum wage go up, I think it just makes perfect sense. And you know what's funny is, is I mean- that The government can help you and I and America. I mean, that's a progressive- you, I mean, it's funny this. because technically, you know, I'm a, I'm a blind musician who teaches music so i don't have the best career on earth you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 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 no place close to the to, to the top of the cream of the crop financially and i can tell you i don't feel that corporations do a damn thing to hold me back nothing absolutely nothing i have no problem with jeff bezos i have no problem with any of these people i feel the government is what holds me back And I mean, that's me as a, like I said, a poor individual, you know, I'm telling you that the, that as that's the way I see it. I don't feel as though Walmart holds me down in any way. And, but I don't like to practice, so I don't shop there, you know? Okay. No, uh, Walmart or or Bezos shouldn't be taken as like the only corporations. I'm talking just corporations in general in the United States, capitalism in general in the United States. I love capitalism. It's, I don't like it's cronyism. Flawed. It's flawed. No crony. Yeah, because we need to arrest people for for breaking the breaking the laws that we have. People shouldn't pollute. People shouldn't fucking hurt other people. Those kind of things. Yeah, those, those things should be they should be prosecuted. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But we're we're getting away from the people shouldn't owners. steal from others. They shouldn't defraud right, people. Right, right. But the the federal minimum wage should go up. Nah. Um, it should, be, it should be eliminated. And corporations fight against it tooth and nail because it hurts their profits. But it doesn't... It hurts more than they that. they don't care that it, it hurts us. You know, it's funny because you think, you think it hurts their profits. But do you yes. act like that's the only thing it hurts? You, like I said, you don't take in consideration that kid who can't get a job being an usher someplace, you know, uh, to, learn, to learn how to be responsible or to, to do something productive with their life, you know? Uh, there's there there are kids that would like to learn and, and work like that but well, the, you know um, something like well, that, that doesn't allow that because the minimum wage that, well that hypothetical kid that may be affected by this this job that he or she may not may not get i mean that's I mean, when you drive I'm around just people, look i mean there's the kids all over the place people now i'm talking about the millions of people now that are earning a minimum wage that are a minimum wage job that can't afford a proper living can't afford to save have to go on welfare have to use social services, have to use your tax dollars, my tax dollars, to be able to move, be able to survive, not, not just thrive, but survive in this environment because the federal minimum wage is substandard. Uh, man, you should that, watch the John going, Stossel video. That's, that's he destroys I'm, all those arguments. I, I, I would like to, I would like to, but yeah. that is a way that we can, that uh, the United States can join the modern society and join the no. modern world and first world nations and help us no. help America l- l- you, get ahead. We're far behind. You, 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 progressives always pray via. No, man. 
Wait, it's funny, I you guys mean, praise the Scandinavian no, country so much. I, know, I can't remember no, if it's Sweden or Denmark. Uh, uh-huh. And and they have zero zero minimum wage. One of those two well, I, minimum I, wage. I, I didn't I didn't say the Scandinavian countries, I said developed nations. First yeah, but I mean when it comes to healthcare and stuff, they're they're standard. I mean, like uh, the UK, Canada, yeah. France, Belgium, Netherlands—they're yeah. doing all right. Yeah, I got, I got, I got Germany. somebody I went to high school with that lives in the UK, and you know, we we talk about the difference. We disagree thoroughly. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. So that was fun. I like, I like right. the the, yeah. the progressives helping yeah, us from yeah, yeah. ourselves. That's a good. Yeah, I yeah, like man. that. Yeah, that's that's I mean, that's. that's <laughs> It's really what we're trying to do. It really is. It really is. Yeah. Don't I know it's said in jest, but I mean, we do. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, it's like, I know. I, like I, I said, you know, I know your heart's in the right place, damn it. <laughs> it's, um, what do you call But you're killing um, me with your love, brother. <laughs> there's, a, there's a saying, I'm trying to paraphrase. Like, what do you call, man, and that's not generosity. It's like, what do you call um, selflessness? It's, uh, an old man planting a tree when he knows that he will not enjoy its shade. <laughs> you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like we're, we're, we want to make things for the future generations to... But what do you tell the person that that tree falls on and kills? What <laughs> do you tell the person that that tree falls on and kills, Fernando? <laughs> <laughs> man. I would, I would say... Um, why are you sitting under that tree? Yeah, is it his fault for sitting under that tree because he was so free? <laughs> I mean, you're talking oh, about, that's good. Uh, he should get, uh, get a government mandated helmet, and then he would <laughs> Yeah, you know what if I, I what if uh, Newton had had a helmet on that apple had just bounced off his helmet? You know, it'd been a whole different world. He might not have thought about it. I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, well, I think I'm done being a goofball. Okay. <laughs> you got Maybe anything you... else you wanna you wanna end on, Fern? Oh man, no, just the same message as always. Everybody wear your goddamn masks, wash your hands, keep six feet away, <laughs> respect each other, respect yourselves. If you're sick, stay, stay home. Yeah. <laughs> stay home. So. Yep. Shit's real. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess, I guess, uh, I guess not everybody's gonna be staying home. There's a there's a protest out of uh, Seti's house tomorrow. I read. Oh yeah, I hope uh, whoever protests, I support the right to protest. Please. So I, don't, so I don't. I don't think everybody's gonna be staying home. Well, um, yeah. show, I hope they hope so, if they protest. So, and they won't be. So they will be staying home. So we'll. <laughs> All righty. Well, we'll see you on the next episode of a progressive. Say what? No, sorry. Say we what? cut off for a second. But go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, good. yeah. So uh, we will uh, see you on the next episode of a progressive and a libertarian walk into a bar. Hey.